Storytelling has nothing to do with fiction, but everything to do with successfully finding a job, obtaining a raise, engaging your stakeholders, and advancing your career. Today, we're going to explain how storytelling makes a difference. Welcome to Serious Soft Skills, where we help you unleash the power of soft skills. Here are your hosts, Dr. Tobin Porterfield and Bob Graham. Take it away, guys. Welcome to Serious Soft Skills, episode 44. If you're new or returning, welcome. Just to set the stage, I'm Dr. Tobin Porterfield, and with me is Bob Graham. We're educators and researchers focusing our attention on soft skills and how they fit into today's workplace and people's careers. We've seen their value in our own careers and those around us. We write books, conduct academic research, do training, and through vehicles like this podcast, we're taking the word out to the streets about soft skills. So today, we're going to be talking about storytelling. No, we're not going to be uh, telling you stories. Well, we might share a few stories from our past, but rather we're going to tell you about the powerful role that the story plays in helping people, your stakeholders, see how they fit into your team. So, Bob, um, you're a bit of a storyteller, so uh, how about if you explain to us how storytelling fits into an organizational success context? Okay. Well, this is this is one of my favorite topics, and uh, there are probably hundreds of college students who have been tortured by this description. So if you're listening, check out for a couple of seconds if you've heard this before. If you haven't heard this before, it might be somewhat interesting to you. We talk about storytelling, and we're not talking about uh, the tale of two cities or um, Beowulf or that kind of story. Those are fictional stories that are Sort of focused more on life and, and that kind of stuff. When we talk about story in this sense, we're talking about something that has a clear beginning, a middle, and an ending. And think about that for a second. When we tell a story in the workplace, we want to make sure we have a beginning, a middle, and an ending. And to have that, Toby, we need to know what we're trying to accomplish by telling that story. We want to know what to say, why, and how. And we want that story to make our technical skills and our soft skills seem, seem more sticky to people. So sticky is the word I really like to use. When you think of something sticky, think of flypaper or honey. And when you have flypaper or honey on your hand, you're powerless to do anything about it for a little while. You can't let it go. It becomes a part of you. It's actually your skin in some ways for a little while until you can find a way to get it removed. And if we tell a story really powerfully at a job interview or in a workplace setting or when we're trying to get more business, it sticks to people and they remember us for that story more than anything else. And that story can say a whole lot about us because I can say things, I can get an emotional reaction from you by telling a story that I can't give you by just talking about the issue. So if you think back to the last two minutes of what I've said, I would bet most people, if I said, what did I talk about? You would not say clear beginning, middle, and ending. You'd say he was talking about flypaper and about honey and how once that sticks to your hand, you can't let go of it. And he was connecting that to the idea of storytelling. And if that worked, that's great. That proves my 
my point. That was memorable because I've taken something, the idea of storytelling, and I've given it context by telling it in a way that it's sticky by using honey or flypaper. And I'm going to guess no one listening to this was thinking about flypaper until I brought this issue up. But because I've connected those two, it becomes more powerful and more memorable. Does that make any sense at all, Toby? It does, but before we dive into helping people put craft their story together, uh, I don't want people to to think that uh, this only pertains when uh, someone comes up and tees me up for a story, like they say, uh, "How's business going?" or um, you know, "What are your plans for uh, the next five years?" Where there's a huge story. I, I think uh, storytelling we found to be something that is almost any message we go to deliver. So uh, storytelling sometimes can sound a little uh, grandiose like a novel when it might just be a message. And I'm, I'm thinking when we're at the status meeting and the boss is going around the table and he goes, Toby, what's the update on, on where your department is on this? I think that's an opportunity for storytelling because there needs to be you know something sticky to the message of what are we doing and what do we need in order to move forward. How does that sound, Bob? Oh, that sounds great, Toby. That's a great example of where storytelling can really have a value because in that room where everyone's giving their status reports, it's very easy to forget what people said. If you've ever run one of those meetings, you're just running it, not paying as much attention. But a story can stand out. But to tell that story, you've got to do planning and preparation. You know, Shakespeare didn't just sit down and write iambic pentameter. He did some preparation. He thought about what he was trying to say and the right words. And it also requires us to have a sense of what our audience wants. So at that stand-up meeting that we're having every morning at our workplace, that story's got to be really short. But if you're talking to a potential client, that story might be a little longer because you have to give them more detail, more context. And knowing what to choose and what not to choose and editing that story as you go is really critical. And of course, we're doing this verbally, Toby. I'm not suggesting that you sit down at your computer, write out what you're going to say at the status report, type it out as a nice, neat little story, you know, in the beginning, blah, 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 and at the end, the end. That's not what I'm talking about at all. I'm talking about the idea of storytelling, this process going on in your mind, ideally over a couple of minutes, a couple of seconds, because that's all the time we often have. So if someone's listening to this and going, oh, I have to sit down tonight and write a story because my boss wants an update tomorrow, that's not what it is at all. And you don't want to bring in mythology and you don't want to bring in uh, references to other literature and all that. That is not what we're going for here. And I want to make sure we're clear about that because I can only imagine what would happen otherwise. Yeah, and I think it really does come back to that stickiness that you refer to. And if someone asks me for an update, I I quickly am am thinking as it's coming around the table when each of my colleagues is giving their update, I'm thinking, what are the two, three takeaways that I want my boss to have to know where we are on this? Uh, My team's been working a lot of overtime. They've really shown a lot of commitment. Um, We're really stretched thin right now, or, hey, we are are starting to have difficulty with our resources. We're going to need some help in the coming weeks. So what are those three, two elements that I want the people at this table to walk away with, to be sticky, so that if somebody says, oh, what do they need? How, how are they doing? 
they know those keywords because I've planted those words that they'll know how to answer. That's exactly it, Toby. And then when we move to the idea of job interviews, the whole idea of being sticky is really critical because if if uh, interviewing committee is talking to 10 people, you just don't want to be the sixth person they talk to. You've got to be in some way sticky in that situation, or you're probably not going to get invited back or get the job offer. So storytelling yeah. from the job interview perspective is critical, but we should probably take a break and then we'll talk about that more. Let's take a short break. You're listening to the Serious Soft Skills Podcast. Did you know Serious Soft Skills does training and workshops for teams of all sizes? We offer two-hour, four-hour, day-long, and online training sessions customized to your team and its needs. Are you a manager or leader struggling to make your team more productive or innovative? We can help. We help teams find their strengths and develop a system for encouraging each member to be more effective through engaging and creative activities. Give us a call at 937-SKILLS-5. That's 937-SKILLS-5 to talk about how we can help position your team to achieve more. Now, back to the Serious Soft Skills Podcast. Hey, Bob, before the break, we were talking about storytelling, and we got kind of hung up, if we should say, on this word sticky. And uh, just so happens I'm uh, on a search committee right now, and so we're interviewing candidates. And um, as I've listened to different people, and we've done phone interviews and face-to-face interviews, I think either you're sticky or you're stinky. And um, (laughs) so so, uh, we we don't script this stuff out. This is live. (laughs) That is really good, Toby. (laughs) (laughs) You wouldn't believe the interviews that we've been going through lately. So um, we we talk about, you know, storytelling, I kind of teed it up as it comes in every aspect of communication with another person because there has to be something we want them to take away from this conversation. And I think that job interview process is a really great example because that's that's a story that we're going to be telling. And we don't know exactly what the question is that's going to be thrown at us, but but we know that we can prepare and there's a few sticky items that we want that interviewing committee to take away about us. And, and Bob, I think you've got a little more experience even than I do with the interviewing process. Are you saying I've been interviewed a lot of times, Toby, or are you saying I've helped people, or I'm not sure what you're saying there? I'll just go with yes on all that. (laughs) Okay. Well, with that great introduction, I I feel some power here. Uh, Let me just give you an example. Uh, I teach at a university, and my students often are asked, it's a prestigious university, and my students are often asked when they're interviewing, tell me about your college experience. And they could describe the courses they took. They could describe their grades. Or what I encourage them to do is talk about a project that they did and the benefits of that project. So my students in my one class uh, create a business plan over the course of the semester, and they create a proposal letter and an executive summary and a video. And I tell my students, talk about that with an employer because that gives more 
characterization of you. Oh, wow. You can do all those things. You were able to shoot a video. Oh, wow. You could write an executive summary. Oh, you wrote a proposal letter. Wow. You wrote a full business plan for a business you thought up in the first week of January. And by May, you had a complete business plan. Wow. That's impressive. Even better, bring a copy of that business plan to the interview. So at that point, the story that you're telling about that college experience is much more robust than, well, I had a major and I had to take 10 classes in chemistry and I got all A's in my classes. And so that's why I'm here today. That's all well and good, but that's also stuff that you can find on a resume or in a transcript. What I think storytelling does in the job interview process is makes an emotional connection and also sets you up to explain to a potential employer what you bring to them that you can actually do beyond just the technical. So being able to create a business plan requires a lot of skills, research, analysis, customer, um, uh, knowing your customer, marketing, uh, finance, operations, all those things come into that business plan. So a student that can do that looks much better to an employer than someone who just goes, yeah, I got straight A's. I was on the dean's list all four years. Exactly. Yeah, and I think that that storytelling, I, I, you're right. Well, you've got the, the terms today between that stickiness and now, yeah, the thought of I want to make an emotional attachment through this of, hey, it was a lot, you know, I could just say, yeah, I created a business plan. End of sentence. I'm going to pass the class. No, I created a business plan. And what I experienced going through that was the pressure of having to bring multiple people together to gather information, to put it into a cohesive report. You know, those are the, the things that an employer will talk, talk, take away and say, ah, this person knows how to make all this happen, not just the technical side of building a business plan. There's, a, there's some fairly good scripted stuff out there you can fill in the blanks on. But that experience and what you learned in teamwork and communication and listening and all of those, great context. Uh, I have a similar experience with my students. We do uh, case competitions uh, with outside uh, industry people coming in to judge. And what an incredible story that makes for a student to be able to say, not only did I learn all this operation stuff and all this data analytics, but we actually worked with a company and analyzed their data and made recommendations. And wow, the toughest part about it was we you know, had to work together as a team and, and all had other things going on, and we still had to deliver this product. And, hey, we came in first place. So what a story to be able to tell rather than just listing on the resume, participate in the case competition. And, and Toby, a more seasoned person might be saying, well, that's all well and good for a college student. What about me? And what I would say is tell an anecdote or a story about something you're doing in your current job that shows how robust your expertise are and your knowledge of that field or a situation where you went way beyond what was expected or led a new initiative, uh, anything that would show them that you're not just the accountant, but you're an accountant who uh, testified before the state legislature on a the implications of a tax bill on small business, or you're a software engineer that saw that your company's uh, inf- infrastructure for coding wasn't going to be compliant with mobile applications going forward. So you led an initiative that led them to a new way of doing things so that mobile would be incorporated. It, 
everyone should have stories like that. But what I find is most people are not thinking about what they can bring to, to another employer, those transferable skills, which is, you know, you remember when we had the episode, I think it was episode 13, where we were talking about all the possible names for soft skills that we considered transferable skills. Those are skills that work in any workplace. So I can take it from job A and apply it to job B. When we can convey that to the employer at job B, that something that I know beyond technical at job A could be really valuable to you. That's when our value to job B becomes really clear, and that's when I think we get offered the job over other people who have the same skill set we have. We just were able to articulate it through effective storytelling in a more powerful, sticky way. Well, that is pretty sticky, Bob. Um, I think, wow, we've just hit into some huge perspectives on this between the stickiness issues that uh, emotional aspect of it. And, and I think what leaked in there too was Stephen Covey's, uh, you know, begin with the end in mind. When I start, when I start delivering this message, where do I want it to go? What do I want them to, to take away from this? The transferability of these skills. So uh, there's certainly a lot to storytelling, um, but it goes also back to another item we've touched on. It's the eye of the hunter, and each of us have experiences, whether that's inside of work or outside of work in a volunteer capacity, and being able to draw from that wealth of experiences that all of us have and being able to apply them to that context really shows uh, what we're able to deliver. So, Bob, I think that we've gotten given people a lot of things to chew on here. Um, Storytelling is certainly something that uh, it's a communication skill when it comes down to it, um, but it's communication with such a, an intent and uh, a, a desired outcome that we're going to deliver. Bob, anything else to uh, wrap us up on storytelling? No, the I, end. I, I could go. <laughs> I, I, I got nothing. You win. <laughs> Uh, that's it for this episode of Serious Soft Skills. Next week, we're going to dig into another soft skill. Who knows which one it will be? We still got, I think, roughly 20 to 22 more that we can go after. So come back next week and figure out which soft skill we're going to talk to. Until then, thanks for listening. Good day and good soft skills. You've been listening to Serious Soft Skills with your hosts, Dr. Tobin Porterfield and Bob Graham. If you like what you hear, then take a moment to review us on iTunes. Looking for more insights on soft skills? Then check out our website, SeriousSoftSkills.com, for blog posts, newsletters, and other resources. And look for a new episode of Serious Soft Skills every Wednesday. 